Hey, y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine, and this is an episode of Cheaties Podcast. We're bringing you a special episode, a walk down memory lane, if you will. Not someone else's memories, but our own. Our own memories. That's right. If you are new to Cheaties, we don't know your journey here. We don't know if you listen to some old episodes or any at all. Um, if you've been here the entire time, maybe you've stuck around. You've heard every single episode. Um, maybe you, you jump to, to some, maybe you like the catch-ups better than the interviews. Maybe you like the interviews better than the catch-ups. We don't know. So we decided that we're going to do a new reintroductory. We want to tell you a little bit about Cheaties, how Cheaties came about, and who the hell Lace and Catherine are. That's right. But Lace and Catherine wouldn't be here without uh, our phenomenal sponsors and right. those that support us. So uh, we want to bring up a very important company, but not only just because they're special, but but this is their time of year, okay? It's July 4th. It's summertime. You're outside. Uh, you you might be packing essentials. Maybe you're doing maybe you're doing an outdoorsy excursion, huh? Yeah, yeah. What do you want to pack, Lace? Uh, if I were packing, okay, maybe let's say I was going on a girl's camping trip, okay? Right. I would want to think, because you might not be near good running water, right? The running water might just be the lake, and it's full of amoebas. Mm-hmm. So you got to stay clean and fresh. So I would bring, I don't know, some dry shampoo is what I would bring. I'd bring some bug spray. And, right. um, and, and then at the end of the day, you know, you're going to want to clean up from all the fun and sweating that's been going on. And um, that's when I want my good wipes. Your what? Your good wipes. My good wipes. Oh, if you're not familiar with good wipes, Catherine, you're familiar with baby wipes, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. This is the same idea, but made for adults and safe for your hoo-ha. And they are fantastic. They're um, uh, 100% flushable. Uh, bring them on. They're scented as well, uh, made from all natural ingredients. There's aloe in there in case that you be you be tanning on a nude beach. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. favorite scent is rose water. I think you have the lavender lace. Yes. If you're going with your your boys, you can bring along a cedar scent as well. Mm-hmm. And it's essential for any outdoor activity or if you're indoor and uh, the AC breaks or whatever else. I just keep them. I keep them in my bathroom and I do, I want, I do one TP wipe and then mm-hmm. one good wipe. Not That's what I do too. too graphic. Yeah. No, I do the it, same thing. It changes thing. your life. Yeah. If you don't, if you're not lucky enough to have like a little bidet attachment in your house or maybe you're traveling and, and you prefer a bidet. maybe you're just, you're just not that freaky yet. Like me. Yeah. Maybe you're can't, just not, I'm not there. I can't get on it. I can't, I can't get there. I can't, I'm not on the bidet yet. So my brother I, sent us one for Christmas. It's still in the box. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't do it because, um, speaking of boxes, my box is scared of a bidet. So Correct. I, yeah. I go for the good wipes and that is, that's a safe like journey towards being more French. So just mm-hmm. depending on what your goals are, what your lifestyles are, um, you know, I feel like good wipes fits in, uh, to everyone's no matter where you are. Uh, whether you're in the woods or at home. And you can pick up yours today. Pick up right before the woods, stop in Target, uh, pick up your camping essentials, and then go down the toilet paper aisle and pick up your good wipes today. That's right. Tell them Cheaty sent you. Tell who? That's right. The person working at Target that Anybody. wants to, can't wait for their shift to end. Uh, yep. Guys, yep. okay, so like I said, we're going down a walk through Cheaty's memory lane. We're going to reintroduce ourselves. So we just want to start off by uh explaining 
how we came up with the idea to start this podcast. Uh, Lace, your story is really how it begins. And then my story yeah. kind of is because of your story. So yeah. Yeah. Will you, so will you created, kick us off? Created the dysfunctional marriage that is cheese. Correct. So yeah. years. So before I started comedy, I was in a long-term relationship and I do a whole bit about it on stage now. I've been doing it for several years and it's one of my favorite closers, one of my favorite go-tos, but it was my way of venting and dealing with this old relationship I was in. So for mm-hmm. those of you who don't know me, I am now married. I've been with my husband for 10 years. We've been married for four years and it's great. Things are great. Um, he's never given me that, that red flag syndrome. He's never given me like that. I should go through all of his shit feeling. I still do it, but it's just for sport. Um, he, he's always been good and kind and trustworthy, but my ex on the other hand, that was my age 22 to age 28 relationship. And that's where you just know, you know, he's cheating, you know, something's up and it was really hard to catch him. And so, like I said, nowadays I do this bit where I'm, it's like therapeutic for me. And I talk about, this is all true. I talk about how I (laughs) would go through his phone at night as if it were like a bedtime routine. And uh, I would wait for him to come home from his, from his bar job and go to drunk sleep. And then I would wake up from fake sleeping and I would go get a cell phone off the nightstand because technology helped us out. Finally, iPhones came out and he got one and that was great for me. So I, I, iPhones have been the savior for really have, um, cheat, cheat, cheaties, catching the cheaters. Yeah. 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 And it it changed the game for us. It really did because I thought for years and years and years, she was cheating on me with multiple people. There were so many people. It wasn't just this one person. There were so many people throughout the years of the six year relationship that I was just roll over and there'd be. (laughs) <laughs> 12 blonde strands of hair on his pillow well come to find like, out there i is. have not gotten highlights in years <laughs> but he did have long blonde hair so it probably worse. right that's, that's an easy yeah. that's that was an easy excuse for him um you know it does really pay off if you're going to be a cheater to have as a man to have really long hair because you'd be like that's just mine Ah, this is mine. Man. Listen, don't cheat unless See? you have long hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's going in the book. <clears throat> also, my voice is gone, y'all. Sorry. Might have partied too hardy this weekend. Um, but anyway, uh, he – so, yeah, I knew it for years but was never able to find it. But towards the end of that relationship, I had one foot out of the door, and I was like, I got to have hard evidence. So I would crouch down in the corner of the room. And in the joke, I say, just, just squatted down, going through his phone, one eye on him, one eye on the phone, butt naked – like, I'll show you crazy. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so you got to stay low and you go through it. And, then, and, and I would every night. And then finally I found it. He had the girl's name hidden under a guy's name in his phone. And what was funny is we only knew one guy named Jonathan and we called him by his last name. So one night I was like, this is so weird. I see a text come through from Jonathan and I was like, but we don't know a Jonathan. That's not what we call him. We call him his last name. So I scroll back and I was like, wow, Jonathan's tits are way nicer than I thought they were. And I scroll back because dead serious, like three posts back was a nude. Like, and I'm just like shocked. I'm in absolute awe and shock sitting there in the middle of the night. He's snoring in the bed and I'm just scrolling through three months of evidence, three months. He had gotten that lazy and you could tell at the top of the three months that the conversation. I love how, by the way, that that is your first, uh, your, your first annoyance is you're like, 
See, look at you getting lazy again. It's mm-hmm. not that he's cheating. You're just like, it's, what have I always told you? You don't sweep. Clean up you don't put the dishes back. Yourself. The clean dishes back. And you don't clean up three months worth of cheating evidence. <laughs> By the even, way, who's yeah. Jonathan Surgeon? I would love to go have a consultation. Right. Exactly. Exactly. God, that's so funny because that's so true. And what's even funnier is I didn't even like, I just saw a couple of like very, very obvious pieces of evidence. And then my, my instinct was just to scroll all the way back. I was like, let's just yeah. see when this start. I just need to know when this started. That's all I need to know. And I go all the way through it and I find um, I find where it started and it didn't start there. It's very obvious it didn't start there. <clears throat> and the worst part, I mean, there's so many bad parts about it, but um, the, the way I tell it on stage is that that's how I caught him cheating, which is true. But I also say that's when I broke up with him, which isn't true because technically- Comedy is 10%- listen, 10% truth, 90% art, baby. That's right. And so technically, I had already broken up with him for a million reasons and knowing he was a cheater with no evidence. And he was still living in my house. So this is three months after he's still living in my house, still in my bed. That's why I took on the whole, like, I'm just going to start going through your phone every night because you're not leaving. And I need you to leave. And I need hard evidence. So the mm. most, the craziest thing out of finding out that he had been cheating on me since well before I had broken up with him um, was that the night I did break up the night I broke up with him he she was the one who came and picked him up from our house because mm. I went back to that date and I could see and he's like it's it's done for good now come and get me and the night that I had actually mm-hmm. broken up with him a few months before he had come she she drove to my house and she knew me they worked together so anyway and you you went to right you would visit them at work oh, and yeah. tip her, right? Oh, yeah, all the time. She was the bartender at the restaurant he worked in. and um, oh, She used that tip to, money to put gas in her car to come pick him to up come at your pick house. pick him up at my <laughs> house. And there were so many, like, oh, my God, the text messages were so graphic. Like, I, I went through, and to see her, and that's the weirdest thing, too, to, like, know somebody and see them, like, naked and all these stupid nudes they sent back and forth, like, just bad. You're like, that's not even a good angle. It's not even a good angle, just bad nudes. And, um, but it went along with her bad hair and bad taste anyway. So it worked. Um, but, uh, but there was stuff just like when you had me bent over the couch and when you da 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 da. So that means he's been to her house. She's probably been in mine. You know, the stuff about the, his car in the parking lot at work, they were doing it in the car at work. How trashy. I was just like, y'all are just, uh, and she would just look yeah. me in the face and shake my hand and smile and. I'd over, I'd tip her 20 bucks every time I was in there, you know, cause you're working the service Ooh. industry and you're so nice. Yeah. And, it, yeah. That, that's the grossest thing is having to, to replay somebody you think you've known, you have an intimate loyal relationship mm-hmm. and then having to replay them. Yeah. You know, doing it with somebody you know else while y'all are together. Ah. Ooh, that's the maddening idea. Just, just knowing it and like seeing pictures and, and having a mental image of that. What hurt worse, though, honestly, and now looking back, hindsight, obviously, is 2020. But, like, even at the time, I think the thing that hurt worse than all of the the betrayal was the, the fact that she came and picked him up from my house that night when I broke up with him. That mm-hmm. she was just, like, that brazen. That brazen. Like, she it's not like she was ready to run into me. Like, she was so confident in her mistressing that she thought, like, that's a good idea. She'd probably drive up to this girl's house where it's in her name and he owes her months and months of rent. (laughs) Like 
this is worth it yeah. for me. I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this risk and show up to this girl's house. She's like, I'm about to dethrone the queen. Yeah. It's mine. I I have, I've been working behind the scenes for months. Oh my God. And it's ready. It's time to execute. Dude. She's so lucky. I didn't know that she did that that night. I was busy yeah. throwing everything he owned over the balcony. So I was a little distracted. Just a little bit. But um, it, yeah, yeah. But all good riddance. Good riddance. Great, great. It's, it feels yeah, yeah. Um. So so okay. So my story. I I had heard Lace, yeah, do the bit on stage many times, and like the my yeah, we get it. I do bit. the bit a lot. We get it. Well, but, but my favorite. I mean, this this it will connect to everybody. <laughs> I know. I want to put this onto a pillow. Yeah, because it it kind of changed my life after I heard it. Uh, you would get you when you were reenacting, like going through his phone. You would go, you know, if you, you scroll, screenshot, scroll, screenshot, scroll, screenshot. Then you send the pictures to yourself. Then you got to go back in the messages, delete the pictures that you'd sent to yourself in the messages. Then go back in the pictures, delete the pictures. Then go back and delete the deleted pictures, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I always remembered that scroll, screenshot, scroll, screenshot, scroll, screenshot was ingrained in my head. I'm dating this comic, you know. I t- this to add to to why we do this podcast and everything not only had he cheated but it was a lot of when you're in a relationship with somebody that cheats um they're clearly going through stuff and he had he's very narcissistic tendencies mm-hmm. he has a narcissistic personality uh and i was going through experiencing being in a relationship with somebody like that for the first time and um never you know he he clearly had was always kind of doing shady stuff, but was always, whenever I would express my concern about it, he'd flip the scenario over and it was mm-hmm. my issues and it was my, uh, I had an issue with him having girlfriends and I had an issue with him buying gifts for girls and going out on friend dates with them every week, et cetera, et cetera. So again, in my head, I had always thought it wasn't, he was never actually cheating. It was my, I had issues with it and I needed to get over it, blah, blah, blah. But one oh, day so we'll he's taking add, a nap on the couch. Well, yeah, no, before you go to the, the piece de resistance, that, that's what my ex had done to me so many times has made me legit feel crazy. Like I said, I thought he was cheating for years and years and years. Come to find out later, I was totally right. But like he constantly turned it on me. And so when people are like, how did you stay in a relationship so long? It's like, well, he was a mastermind. At, he yeah. was also narcissistic and was a mastermind at gaslighting. Like it was, oh yeah, he was so good at it. And then I started to question myself, and I felt crazy for so long. So mm-hmm. yeah, I went through the whole gamut, all that stuff too. So yes, yeah, so he's napping on the couch. Yeah, he's napping on the couch. I can't, I can't nap. I'm like, well, I've seen him plug his password into the, his phone so many times. Sure, I have taking notes. There's no, I, I probably don't have. I since had two phones since then. Because uh, I love to drop phones. It's one of my favorite pastimes. <laughs> mm. But I had in there like three or four different phone combinations I thought was his. And so I was like, well, I'm bored. I'm pick up his phone. I plugged him in there. Uh, got one right. And I'm like, well, I'm right. I'm sitting next to him on the couch going through. Sure, I see pictures of girls sending him pictures of them in their bras. But in my head, I'm still in that, oh, he's just... He's just, just friends, friends with these girls and, and they're not, they're not prudish people. You know, they just, that's how they act with each other. And I just got <laughs> to get over it. Maybe my friends are more prude. So we don't do that. That's me. That's get, my issue. I gotta you get know what I mean? This is literally going on in my head. I know. Um, it's still to this day, like two and a half years later, right. still blows my freaking mind that we just yeah. made excuses for this stuff. You, you just, and then I almost was done. I almost had gotten bored. This girl kept messaging him. 
inviting him to, to, they were going back and forth, but I was so used to him having all these girlfriends, right? And uh, at one point I just almost was done. I almost put the phone down and walked away and I just saw one line. I mean, I was like grazing over it. I just saw, I usually don't do this with, with one night stands. <laughs> and I was like, huh? I mean, in my head I was like, I mean, there could be so many different one night stands. Like you could, like maybe you guys both stood somewhere the whole night. I don't <laughs> For know. Just one night. Maybe and, maybe I, they I, sold I, just one night stand to each other on um, Facebook right. Marketplace. I thought that too. I thought that too. Yeah. But then I remembered. Oh no, he doesn't own anything. He doesn't have any furniture. <laughs> I was bought him a dresser. I've paid for the apartment too and all the utilities. He yeah. doesn't own a one night stand to sell <laughs> on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, he also can't really pay his phone bill to have mm. connection to Facebook Marketplace. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> So what's that fun, actually what's really helped when, because he never had he never yeah. had service when he was out because he wouldn't pay his phone bill. Yeah. Um, so he, the only time he could talk to me was he was in the apartment that I was paying for. That's right. Anyways, that's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. So I scrolled up and whatever he of course had been cheating on me. There's I'm sure there is many many multiple more times that he'd done it. I didn't even care at that point. What did I do though? What came back in the, into my head as soon as I caught it? Scroll screenshot. Scroll screenshot. Scroll screenshot sent myself all the all the so I went back and there's so much more evidence sent myself all all the evidence deleted all of it we we've talked about this multiple times in the in the podcast about the moment when you realize it and that rage going through your head and the body shakes and the disbelief and uh but I uh, whatever I caught him I I confronted him and then a day later I called you and I was like I, I pulled a lace Larrabee I, I scroll screenshotted I scroll screenshotted I scroll screenshotted I need to get that tattooed on my body uh and so since then I mean we we were you know we, you helped me you were like I I told you the details and then 12 seconds later, like, here's her coordinates. This is where she lived. This is her class three addresses. This is her place of employment. This is her uh, old this employment. Is... This is the name of her daughter. This is the name of Correct. her husband that she's in the middle of going through a divorce with. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I was ready everything. to go. Here, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's her next three scheduled deliveries if you want to go pose as the delivery person. <laughs> you knew everything. Um, oh, that's when we, we have we it, through it That's a good idea. Yeah. Man, we need a wing person who's also a – a delivery like a like a uber eats driver that like oh God, that's, that's cool. a that's an undercover cheaties yes yes spy yeah write that down. Um, that's good. like like you're delivering uh like you're subpoena something but it's just it's just for the cheaties court yeah <laughs> uh you've been served uh you've but we say we say you've been stabbed but just hypothetically <laughs> but we're like just or, yeah not really stabbed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh so but I okay, so that so we were like, uh, you know, what do we, we just talk? Why don't we ask more people about this? So it was the birth of Cheaties. I just want to pinpoint kind of where I'm at now. What I my favorite part about going through these interviews when we've talked to other people about their experiences is not necessarily so much as about the actual getting caught or che- catching the person or maybe people call in who are cheating and being caught, but I my favorite parts of the interviews is when people talk about being in a relationship with somebody because a lot of the times it's somebody who you know it's a it's a verbally or mentally abusive relationship mm-hmm. or 
it's somebody in, with very narcissistic tendencies because I experienced the same thing. Mm-hmm. And to be on the other side of it and to recognize the signs and then to listen to other people who are going through the same things and, and being like, yep, yep, yep. It's like time and time again, it's the same signs. It's, it's so much mm-hmm. gaslighting and it's so much uh, manipulation mm-hmm. and... Um, it's well, been, it's so, it's been very validating, right? Like, yes, it's validating yeah. to realize like, oh, this can happen to anybody. This can happen mm-hmm. to, to, to very successful people. Uh, you know, people that have a, a great head on their shoulders, but like super young people and people, middle-aged yes. people. And I mean, like everybody Correct. in between, it can happen to any of us, no matter mm-hmm. how put together and, and, you know, confident you think that you are. And I think that was a big thing for us. Sorry to interrupt you, but like, I think that was a big thing for us when we started this podcast. We're like, well, I mean, not to like pat ourselves on the back, but like, if we, if it happens to us, you know, then yeah, it definitely is happening to everybody else and not trying to, right. but like, we're both very vigilant. Like we know what's going on around us. We're both kind of you like know-it-alls and competitive and all mm-hmm. these things. And it's like, if it can happen to people who, who don't feel ditzy or, don't feel like things just happen around them that they don't notice like a doormat like yeah we don't and we would never describe ourselves that way and so it's just so bizarre like you would think oh that only happens to people who let people walk all over them and it yeah that's very much not true and it's almost like more people who are confident and extroverted this happens to. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, a lot of times I think strong personalities attract strong personalities. Yes. Because you, you, you enjoy having a, a personality that challenges you. If you're somebody yeah. that does enjoy challenge and, you know, you, you attract people that you're like, oh, I, I want to go tit for tat with this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I it's enjoy true. that. I enjoy well, being around that. Crazy likes crazy, for sure. It's right. a magnet. Yeah. And That's, different you know, types of crazy. Pillow. But yeah. Yeah, but we're right, attracted right, right. to that. That's how we end up in relationships with narcissists and gaslighters. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's just wild. I think, yeah, the whole this whole entire past two and a half years of start because we started. Well, it's not been a full two and a half years, but we started March 2020 because that was kind of the kick in the ass of like, well, let's get this thing off the ground. We talked about it in December 2019, yeah, and then did our photo shoot with the knives, which really cemented the whole idea. Um, with Lola Scott, what was that? December or January, January, I think. And then yeah. we were like, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. And then the world shut down and we were like, oh God, we, we have to do it now. Yeah, now we, we have, have to. We have nothing else to do. <laughs> we have nothing. All of our, all of our tours it, canc- canceled. Everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 We also, when we started, we've talked about this a little bit, but <laughs> I'm telling you the, the, <laughs> The technology that we were using when we started this, y'all, I don't know why we made it so difficult we on ourselves. It's so Lays hard. Lays, their old house, they don't even live in this house anymore, and built a tin shed in the back. And we were like, this is our studio. This is amazing. Well, the we shed was there. We built out the, sh- the shed. I right. like... We sp- I made my husband good money. We threw blankets on the wall to make it more acoustically sound. But we were shooting ourselves in the foot with what with it, 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 the sound was never going to happen. Here's what we did. We had three mics. This is when we were beginning. Three mics that I, I, you've seen like podcast clips online. Okay. You know, they've got that, that little arm or mm-hmm. 
it's a very specific mic you're using for podcasts. We were using stand-up comedy, like a mic you would pull out of a mic stand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then we were running that, are you ready for this? <laughs> into a camera that your dad used to record at your, your, your five-year-old ballet true. recital when you were in that little no, ladybug that was, tutu. That's the RVC. No, RBC. that was <laughs> and okay. We would run the sound into that. You remember? Remember when you? You remember you go back and look at old old time videos, and and your dad didn't have a gut yet, and he had like a mustache, and and your You're mom was so super stupid. hot. Remember that was the camera we were using. No, it's and they not. Were That's about a how really nice camera. With you, you remember twenty twelve old ass. You remember Happy Days? You remember like that's that was the camera they shot Happy Days in. <laughs> that was we had we <laughs> we were in a tin shit. shed. Yeah, we had true. we had just the wrong equipment, the wrong sound. So we would, wrong and We would plug it into uh, your grandpa's first camera he got <laughs> in 1972. And <sighs> all right, okay, so it's but we were interviewing people, right? So we had to have three mics yeah. for the person. Well, so what, what better way to interview into, them than we would call them on the mm-hmm, phone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then put the mic up to the phone speaker. Yep. Well, let's be clear. There was no Wi-Fi service in my tin shed. Absolutely not. So that's why we couldn't do this on the internet. That's why we couldn't record this into the computer. This is why we couldn't call people through the computer. Well, Zoom wasn't a thing yet, but we could have figured out how to Skype or something. Just anything that would have made more sense and was easier. But no, no, we made it as hard as it possibly could be. We were on an old old kitchen table that we would have to as we were recording we'd be looking at each other in the eyes and be like hey lift your leg up a little bit because the table's starting to sag on that it's side gonna, and it needs it's to gonna rest collapse on. yeah and everything's gonna fall the, the old, and this camera can't it can't take one more beating because it's so old we, it's, we can't we would also position the wires we'd have to have the wires because they were running if they touched each other, the sound, oh, it would just right. be screech. I forgot about that. So we would have to be like, literally, like I'd be holding up one of the wires up yeah. with my arm and so be like, not too high, anything. not too low. And then I'd be holding mm-hmm. up the wire at a certain height mm-hmm. for the whole episode. Like it was so, so touchy. Um, oh, and we also thought a the- great, a great um, uh, addition to the podcast, to the ambiance of it was uh, cans of LaCroix that would open right. multiple times through the already shoddy recording and um, and cups with metal uh, straws in them. So Yeah, and this, the whole episode you just hear like... And then, right, there you go. Okay, and then in the middle of it, right, our guests would... We'd have we'd have 45 minutes of technical issues before we'd finally get them on the phone. We'd get them on the phone, we'd be talking to them, and all of a sudden you hear... Ding, 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 if it started to rain in oh, that tin right. shed, it was over. Mm-hmm. It was over. We had to. We just had to be like, call you back in a, in a week. Sorry. Thanks for. Yeah. They're getting into the middle of this like hardcore hardship in their life, and we're like, hold on, sorry, yeah. Mother Nature yeah. doesn't want to hear your shit anymore. And they're like, and I and, and I got the kid, and I, I had the kids bundled up in the back seat, and we were making a run for it finally yeah. that night. Hey, we're so sorry. We can't hear you. It's we- raining. <laughs> They're like, are you recording outside? And we're like, kind of. We would go, we would so go. Could you just put a pin in there? <laughs> Actually, the neighbors are blowing their leaves right now. And we're going to need to stop for 18 And Catherine minutes. touched the, the cord in a weird way. So now yeah. we're... <laughs> 
delete. So sorry. We just found out that it sounded like a pterodactyl was on the line for the past 15 yeah. minutes of our call. So we're going to need you to start over. Could you wipe the tears and go back to before they came out? Correct. That'd yeah, be yeah, great. yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, God, it was so good. And Idiots. then people would call us and be like, yeah, I love the episode. It's only coming out of my left headphone, though. <laughs> Is that my headphones? And we'd be like, yeah, it's definitely your definitely headphones. Definitely your headphones. You should probably no, call not... the headphone company. Big headphone yeah. is really messing up. This messed up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we long journey. We now, mm-hmm. we, we've just made some advances. We mm-hmm. stay in our homes. We record face to, like, or camera face to camera face with our guest. We're no longer calling them on a cell phone uh, in the back of a tent shed and putting a, uh, like a, like a, like a, a speaker mic oh, I can't up to the, up to the phone and then plugging Literally it into your grandpa's speaker. camera. So it was a nice camera. It's, an, it's still a nice camera. I will defend that little camera forever. That thing's not a lot. Um, but yeah, I like it was so stupid. The whole setup was absolutely ridiculous. We looked like total morons. If we would have asked just, I don't know, one person who had taken, I don't know, any type of audio class, just like a, they could have just taken like a, like a audio, uh, they could have watched a, a video on YouTube about audio. Right. And if we right. would have just had them come and fix it for us. I mean, what? <laughs> anyway, it's been a long journey. We've done, we are now at 200 and nine, 10, 10, 210, 210 episodes, I think. Um, but Catherine, all, so all of those memories, speaking of all those memories, speaking of the early days, we've done seasons for the podcast because we were like, we felt mm. like we like would hit a plateau and, or, 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 yeah, we'd hit a plateau and then we would like learn a new thing. We would learn a new skill. We would learn a new, what a better way, or we would change the formatting a little bit of the podcast. And so we would change it uh, every 50 ish episodes. So we are now in season five and what we've been talking about and what I think we're about to do, because <clears throat> we're about to get a new executive producer that's going to hopefully make, take this podcast to the next level is, um, I think we're going to take down our first two seasons. Number one, a lot of them did have some really bad audio issues um, we would like to, <laughs> we'd like, to, we'd like to revamp them, but we might just kind of leave them in their original form. And, uh, I think we're just going to move them over to Patreon. Now, those of you who've been with us from the beginning, um, and for some reason haven't left us yet. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You made it through the 10 shed years and are the 10 shed seasons. And we appreciate that. If you've been with us the whole time, you've heard us threaten that we're going to put some things on patreon many times but this time we actually have a reason to so we're going to take down season one and two off of where you get your podcasts and we're going to put those over on patreon for very low price um you'll be able to access all of the old stuff but it also just kind of cleans up our our feed of our podcast so people can find the newer better quality stuff and for those of you who are hardcore stabbies um uh, who really just love those old episodes or you never got a chance to listen to them that's where they'll be. They'll be there for a very affordable price on Patreon. I would recommend to, uh, if you do enjoy these stories, I mean, we we had some phenomenal stories from the get-go, uh, but I think it's just fun to go listen to us and how we've grown as podcast hosts yes. and people. <laughs> and people. God, so many things have changed. Screaming over each other. Yeah. yeah uh, in the yeah. beginning, I, I just couldn't stop. I could not handle somebody else talking. Mm-hmm. I had to to speak bef- above them at all moments. Um, <laughs> Man, we had fun though. It's always been yeah. fun. I mean, it's nicer that it's less stressful now, but uh, 
you know, technology still finds a way to try to destroy our, our lives all the time, even though we've gotten it down to the easiest, tightest way to do this. There yeah. is, there, I swear to God, there's still the, the, those tin shed demons are still following us around and they tempt us. They tempt us often. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah so, so we're going to, yeah. we're going to take those down, but it probably won't be for another few days. Cause it's going to take a minute to get all of those off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if y'all like to go binge them, go binge them now, go binge them. Um, binge them now, join us on Patreon. We'd, we'd love and appreciate the support. We, um, it's only up from here. You know, we're going to continue to grow this podcast and, and, continue to improve the format and and bring you better stories and and, uh and and more journeys um but you know lace i think we just gotta why are we doing an intro episode re-intro episode because we have a lot has been going on for us career-wise recently and i think we've gained a lot of new followers so um we just want to we need to just highlight us for a second and our journeys and where we've come and give you guys maybe a little example of what's been going on in our careers um starting with you you had a huge primetime tv moment last week you just said it out loud and it literally just hit me so hard that i was actually on primetime tv my eyes just watered up just thinking about that even though like i haven't seen like the the i haven't seen um what's the word i'm looking for i don't know the the direct like followers new followers and stuff from it yet or anything but that's fine i'm honestly like it just seeing all of the love and the likes and the comments and the views everything and to know that I was actually on NBC like NBC is my favorite like it it is my favorite station it's like I can't believe I was on NBC that's so wild um so yeah I was on America's Got Talent craziest night craziest thing that has ever happened to me thus far in my life and um man uh ever since it aired last Tuesday which was June 21st I have gotten so much love and so many, you know, new people have popped into my life. Some popping back into my life. I think that's been the most fun part, mm-hmm. including my ex who started this whole journey, um, has just thinks it's, it's a good idea to just freely message me all the time now. Uh, and just to remind me that he's always known how great I was. And, uh, and I was like, that's so neat, but you were inside of so many other people at the same time. It was so crazy how, you knew that. What a you collector knew. of what a collector of, of, of great women. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you have. Oh man. All at one time. <laughs> but yeah, new people have been coming out and um a couple of these like I think combination of all the clips that AGT's put up, it's like over three million views so far. So millions of people saw my dumb face on TV seen these videos of my dumb face and are finding me and uh we're so thankful for those who were really like wow this girl's funny and have come to find the podcast not only did they find me online they've come to find the podcast and that's been really cool and i know that my new people are um are a very welcome uh new addition to our listenership so thank you all so much can we give them a clip can we give oh let's give them a clip oh thank you yes so those of you who haven't listened yet listen to a little bit of a teaser here and then uh, go online and make sure to still watch it online too because all those likes and views and um comments and everything really help in the process to hopefully get me to the next round so that would be great my name is lace that is my real name i didn't make it up it's not short for anything uh lace is just the name you get when your parents are 17 when they have you You two could share a name with an original American gladiator (laughs) if your mom was unsupervised after cheerleading practice. That's how this happens. My parents. 
parents are great. They're very supportive of me, which is nice. Uh, but what they would really prefer is if I had grandchildren for them. That's what they want. They're still together? They, my parents are still together. Wow. They are. They shouldn't be, but they are. Thank you. Thank you. My mom likes to send me hints that she's ready for grandbabies. She sends me these unsolicited messages like, wouldn't it be so cute if one day you had a little baby girl and she wore this little crocheted bumblebee costume that I already bought three of on Etsy? <laughs> and I don't appreciate that, so I've just been replying to her emails with links to um, cute little nursing homes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sophia, in the middle of her act, you go, oh, your parents are still together. You're like, it became a conversation. Yeah. You were so natural that Sophia forgot it was a performance and decided to engage you in a conversation. The fact that you didn't break your rhythm blew me away. Catherine, so I think, uh, um, I think a lot of this too hasn't just been from AGT, but definitely from your recent, I, some people have a glow up. You have a blow up. You've literally blown mm -hmm. the f up people over this past month. People want to be you. They want to be near you. They want to see you. They want all of you. They want. They, they want Catherine be. B. Yeah, because I've I've turned into a monster. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I I just I don't. It's this is it's not, I'm not a primetime TV. I don't. I just I I I think the the catalyst was uh of this of this blow up was I recorded with the a a digital comedy series yeah. they're on they're on all the social medias they're on youtube it's called don't tell comedy i went out to santa barbara and i recorded a set with them and they put it online and you know i i am i am the people's voice and <laughs> humble i'm not gonna you know, go that far but it is but cool. the people the people need to hear me and and they're and they want their friends and family to hear me. So yeah, I've experienced a lot of uh, online um, um, love. Uh, yeah, a lot online love uh, and hate. Ooh, God, do I love the the Ooh. hate comments? I get I've them been every day. The I wake up. Well. Yes. Oh, I love to wake bit, up a little bit. Right, right, right. Um, I've never been called a female so much in my life, but. Um, <laughs> As, as somebody with ovaries, you are not a comedian, and you will nope. never be one of the best comedians, but you could be one of the best female comedians, and right. you are a female comedian. You're right. never a comedian. You are a female comedian. Yep. Uh, Catherine, you forget, that is one of my favorite comments. You are, uh, you are a female before anything else, before and we anything. cannot see you as just this or that. Yep. We see you as a female version of that. Just rem right. remember that. Um, no, that's that's so, one of my favorite comments I've gotten so far is... Um, uh, yeah, female comedian already. That's already funny enough in and of itself. Right. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure some of mine people, I think I've said this, but people just have to, they go through a hashtag of like women yes. in comedy or something, and then they just go, women aren't funny. And then whatever that coffee emoji is that I don't even know what the sign is, it is, but, but yes. that's, I get those a lot. Um, I get, I get just nasty, nasty old middle-aged men make making tiktoks watching my video and not laughing in their nasty lazy boy chairs oh i haven't seen women that women are funny caption oh, oh no oh constantly constantly <laughs> and i want to be like i want to be like i'm you know what i'm and i'm watching you on the other side yeah. of the video you're lazy, not talented. lazy disgusting self sitting in a nasty yeah. lazy boy doing nothing but watching a video of somebody else who did work Perf did work and is performing yeah. Uh, yeah. performing and doing awesome while you sit on your lazy ass yeah. and do nothing. You don't even speak a word. 
And then you type the most generic comment. Anyways, I, I love the trolls. Uh, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> But yes, with all the love comes the hate. But there is let's let's be clear to the listeners. There's way, 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 way more love out there. And the coolest thing is once that first video took flight, it's just like it, it immediately turned into follows. Like you you did you connected with the people so well in that video with just you being you and you doing the comedy you've been working on for years that they immediately were like, oh, I need to know more about this girl. I need to get in her life and follow her and then comment on everything and then follow her podcast, which has been amazing. So I think a huge chunk of those people have jumped over here to Cheaties and it's been really cool. This has been amazing. They like immediately want to jump in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So thank you for coming to Cheaties. And if you look, I, I, perfect timing. I ended up releasing a, a half hour album at around the same time as all this i just released it last week it is called salt daddy it's available there's some lawsuits going on so it's not available not with me but with no, the greater comedy and comedy and, yeah. recordings yeah. so it's not available on spotify or pandora or some of the other streaming services it is available on itunes and Amazon. So you can, if you, the, if you want to support me, I, I appreciate it. The best thing you could do is go purchase the album. I think it's six ninety nine. It's not a lot. You, it's um, it, it's called Salt Daddy from Catherine Blanford. Or you could just go and stream it also on those platforms as well. Um, and another great thing you can do to support is leave a five star review and a and a positive review on there as well. It just helps the algorithm. I'm trying to to keep the momentum going so that I place high in the, on the billboard charts at the end of this week, I think. So, uh, appreciate you coming along. If you haven't already listened to the, the, uh, album, sure. I recorded it seven months ago. I like it. So there's some things I feel like I've grown as a comedian since, but you know, this is to me, I'm like, this is a, this is a, um, a milestone, a marker. And I'm like, this is where I was at this point in my career. And I can't wait to put out the next thing and show my growth and uh, my hard work. But for now, this is what I got out there. You know, it's my first baby. Um, and here's a little taste of it. My friends and I, we were obsessed with like those Instagram influencers that would go to Tulum, Mexico and take a yacht excursion. So all of our friends, we put our money together and we went to Fort Lauderdale. Um, if you, is anybody from Fort Lauderdale in here? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like I said, tickets were expensive. And, uh, <laughs> If you've never been to Fort Lauderdale, it's just like Miami, but with love handles, okay? So, we wanted to go on a yacht excursion, so we found a man on Craigslist to take us on his pontoon into the ocean where you can't run away. And it sounds sketchy, but we knew we were safe because his name was Saul Daddy, so... (laughs) We knew he had daughters. And he was so sweet. The whole time he wore his gut and he uh, played us music and, and poured us drinks, you know. And we did what good little white girls are supposed to do. <laughs> we were twerking to Tim McGraw. <laughs> you know, just, you know. You know. Scared puppies before. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
That, I mean, Catherine and I know that you have your, we all have, we all look back at art that we've made, especially if we take it very seriously and we think, oh, could have done this, could have done that, could have done this. And I know you're like, oh, the sound on this, or I've punched up that joke better since then. <clears throat> well, none of our jokes, no matter how long our careers go in comedy, we will, I mean, hell, I've been doing this 10 years and I still, I'll still pull up an old joke and bring it back out and change it completely and be so embarrassed of the way I used to do it years ago. We'll never feel, feel satisfied with our oh, yeah. jokes because we take it too seriously, as we should. So we're always working. But let me tell you something. What you did was fantastic. Those of you who've listened know that I was there because, like Catherine said, it just sounded like me and our friend Powell were the only ones in the audience scream laughing because that's the only way I know how to laugh. And I'm proud of what you did. And I know you're going to always, like, second guess it and stuff. But, y'all, putting something out there like that isn't just something you write overnight. You do it for years. You tweak it. You work on it. You you make a thing. And I'm proud of what you did. So people got to go buy that. And I'm going to be doing the same begging and pleading in the next month when my album drops. Because I recorded mine two, or the week after, literally the week after. I was on America's Got Talent. I recorded my album and it's going to be out probably, you know, several months after. And I'm sure I'm going to feel the same way. And I'm about to be begging people to do the same stuff. And I'm probably not even going to want to listen to it myself. But yeah, it's art. It's, we still worked on it. We got to be proud of putting something out there. And, then, and you keep moving and then you keep making more stuff. That's and right. you keep developing. Um, yeah. So you, so you, yours is not available for pre-sale, right? It's available Not for pre-sale. Yes. It is. Okay. Yes. So Yes, it is. So I have the same kind of link that yours had. I guess that they just make one, like the labels just make one that looks like that because mine looks like yours too. <clears throat> Mine's called White Trash Cinderella and there is a link in my bio on Instagram and also on the front page of my website. You can go and click on it and you can pre-save. Um, pre-save and pre-buy, I think. Same kind of thing. Same yeah. lawsuits happening all over about every comedy artist, but... Um, uh, through Amazon and iTunes, same thing. Yeah. Awesome. White so, Trash yeah. Cinderella. I'll, yeah, I'll beg y'all later, but go check out right now. You can check out Salt Daddy and you can help it get up the charts right this second. That matters. Yeah. So do that. Thank you so much for the love. Um, this has been, uh, like, I, I just, we've been doing this for two and a half years. I think our, we as people have, have, changed tremendously we've grown us together um you know we've been through a lot Catherine we've been through through (laughs) on the podcast off the podcast I mean before we even started this recording we talked for an hour uh I think we just it's been I'm so glad we've had this podcast to 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 like to to walk us so we've had Mm -hmm. like a, a documentation of of how we've grown like as our friendship and how's our careers have grown and oh, how, our, how our Ooh. our lives have grown it is oh i'm gonna cry it's like it, it's really weird it's like it's been our own keeping up with the kardashians it um, really has it really has and uh you know, we've cheat cheat learned cheat dashians yes yeah it's keeping been up with the i mean yeah but we've always just i love and I, you know, I, I hate get, getting cheesy and sentimental. I, there's some trauma behind there that I, I can't, I really can't do it. But I will say I've loved, this is, starting this with you and having you walk in, with me these past like two and a half years has been, 
I, I don't, I didn't, I never knew I, I would have, I would, could have a friendship and a partnership like this. And it, like, I've never had somebody who's this supportive and gets me and, uh, pushes me the way you have. And I've loved watching you grow even more into your own. I, I thought you were a confident go-getter before, but it's, I've seen you accomplish things and take, take your life to the next level even more in the past two years. And I'm so proud of you. Oh, shut up. And <laughs> I can't handle this. Oh. Uh, I feel the same it's, way. It's been amazing. I'm just so grateful. Well, to actually uh, so have, have actual little payoffs has been, because we knew. It's not like we weren't yeah. super funny and talented and all these things. I'll, 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 I'll say it. I don't care. It's not like we weren't already funny. We were already great yeah. at what we did. But, like, man, and more important than all of that has just been, I mean, we can't put the pandemic aside and act like that whole year didn't happen. And all of the horrible things that happen around the world to have this to come back to all the time and to have a consistency yeah. has been – and it's been so freaking important it's it was it's been life-changing like I don't know without this I don't know I don't know if I'd be if I would have made it onto AGT this year or even had the feeling or motivation to even want to do all these things but like every time it's like every tiny step each of us make like it just it it encourages me to do more like watching you mm-hmm. step up and overcome things makes me want to step up and overcome things and vice versa and it's just like been really freaking cool yeah and i say i mean we talked about it we, we weren't even recording then because we wanted to talk about a reintroduction and where we were back then and you said it and i had already been t- planning on saying it w- when we started recording who i was when we started this podcast two and a half years ago and the relationship that i was trying to get out of and I had just caught my ex then I I was thinking about it last night preparing to do this this kind of episode I don't I don't even think about him anymore and I don't even think that 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 relationship doesn't even feel like it's a part of my life it feels Mm -hmm. like a past life or a friend's past life or mine does because we're so so different now and we have accomplished so much and we're so, you know, I feel like we've just soared past being stuck in those parts of our lives. And I think mm-hmm. it's cool to to realize no matter where you are and how stuck you feel and how shitty it might seem in the moment, there's going to be a point in your time when you're so past that and you're so much better. So past it. Yeah, that's so true. And honestly, what you just said is exactly why we started this podcast. Because I want yeah. other people to know, no matter what side, because we take all the sides, you know, we listen to everybody's sides. But no matter what you've been through, whether you've done wrong or you've been wronged, you can get out. You can you can get on the other side of that. You can be stronger. Right. You can be better. You can find meaningful relationships in life, whether it doesn't in and out of romance. You can have like real true friendships with other people if you just lay it out there and you're able to get over it and find other things that fulfill your life instead of letting that that grief and that anger take over your brain you can let you know happiness and motivation and creativity take over your brain instead so that's what we want we want all of y'all to experience and be thankful for the other side that we're in now I've had to describe our podcast uh to to multiple people lately and I'm like it's it's like the queer eye for the basic woman 
Yeah. Is what I say. And like, it's yeah. like, it's what we do. We said this in a past episode, but it's, it's what we're already doing in one of our friend's back patio totally. after three glasses of red wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then we're just doing it for thousands of people instead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we're letting y'all sit in on these conversations that hopefully, you know, if you don't have that kind of close friendship at home, or maybe you do, but you just can't say the things that you want to say, you know, that's what we want to do. We want you to hear that and we want to help y'all make it through hard times, you know? Right. Yeah. Oh, Catherine Blanford, I love you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of this podcast. I'm so proud of everything. And real quick, I just want to say before we get out of here, you were talking before we got on about how you got denied for a blue check. And (laughs) I'm very annoyed. I'm very upset. I don't know if we can call, if we can start a thing. But I just want to say I had a very similar experience. Listen, you just got denied for a blue check. And yesterday I took my pants off and I found a tick on my thigh and i feel like those are very similar situations you know wait but you 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 had a you had a a tick come to you and yeah. i asked for a check a check and i yes. was denied so and i got sounds mine. i got yeah mine. you got yours you got but your, it was a you blue got your tick sorry it was a blue tick blue tick blue and tick. i now i have lyme disease <laughs> so right i just want to say so we're dealing, we're at the same level, the same uh-huh. level. I literally did pull a whole dick out of my leg yesterday. That's disgusting. How big was it? Like how long had it had been there? It had only been there f- overnight because Cammy, I think, I think the dog, I think the dog brought it into the bed because she was at the camp. She was at Jared's bike park over the weekend and then I cuddled with her and then it got in my thigh. It was embedded. I had to rip its little head out of my leg. So anyway, we're just dealing with did the you light it thing. on fire? You're supposed to light them on no, fire. I, you know that? I don't think him. that that's, well, that, you know, you're supposed know to real. No, it's true. You're supposed to actually just light fire next to them while they're inside of your body, and that'll make them crawl out and pull their head out. Oh, and then keep them alive so they can move on to somebody else full of your blood? Oh, no, I killed it. I killed it. Um, I squished it, and he's. Uh, I still have him in there just so he can show any other bugs that um, that will happen. Yeah. You know, I feel bad for ticks. I mean, <laughs> what a hard life. You have, they have, to, you have to latch on to something yeah. else and suck its blood out. Yeah. You know, you could have been a butterfly, but you have to be a tick. And that's a hard life. People don't want to kill butterflies. People go out of the way to be like, back up. There's a butterfly. Let it live. Yeah. But but you were born a tick. And that sucks because everyone hates you and everyone can't wait to kill you. Man, I and I don't like killing bugs, but I loved loved killing that tick man loved it sure so anyway blue ticks blue checks it's the same thing so just want to let y'all know um how far we've made it (laughs) i really hope we ain't got no blue blue checks but we got a blue tick oh we got blue ticks take that instagram (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) y'all if you're new thank you so much and now you know now you know the whole thing now you know what we're all about and if you've been here, you're welcome for rehearing it again. Okay. We've got so much more coming up. We, we're, we're building a team to make this thing even better uh, and to bring you better, better interviews and better stories. And um, as always, for now, stay stabby. We love y'all. Toodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-666-5666.
888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Chidi's Podcast. And follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blanford, at It's Catherine Blanford. Stay stabby. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good.